Yeah, we went, well, I was going to talk about this in the episode, but we're kind of recording now. Welcome to Strongly Worded, <laughs> the Christmas episode. Yes. Um, yeah, it's four weeks today, and on Thursday, Mom and I took a big basket of Christmas presents up to the hospice That's for right. the staff, and it was very strange to be back there. Yeah, I've been slacking on my. I've been slacking on my. I don't even have lights on my tree yet. Got the tree though, at least. Yeah. Well, you see, we've had our tree up for a while. Yeah, see. But it. no tree skirt, no, not a decoration, nothing. I have a bunch of decorations for the house. I have a, a penguin, that's that sings Winter Wonderland when you press the button that we've had since Tiara was like seven or eight, um, and a bunch of stuff around the house that we haven't taken out. My tree skirt is not on. No lights yet. It's hard when the holidays come and you, you're missing a loved one. It's difficult. It is hard. It's difficult. For every time I thought when I would look at my dad in the pain he was in and think, it's okay, dad. Yeah. You, yeah, you think you're ready. Not ready. Uh, there's, I, I am amazed at how it's getting harder and not easier. Yeah, well, that's the process though, right? Mm-hmm. Like, So I'm 10 months in, almost a year now. Can you believe that? Two more months. It's almost a year. So it's very, very difficult in the beginning. Super difficult. Like, and you'll have days where it, just out of nowhere, you're just sad. Mm-hmm. And you know why, but there's nothing you can do about it. You're just sad. And the holidays trigger some of that, um, you know, especially when you know what, you know, how your dad worked with Santa. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah, the holidays bring some of that up. But, you know, we'll get through that. But you will. There's a lot of things that those loved ones leave you that you carry on to your family. And those are some of the things we'll, we'll talk about today. Mm-hmm. You said, uh, how did you say it? It's in those moments that you in those big moments that you realize they're not with you. Right. We have senior night next week. Right. And it's killing me. Yeah. Um, so for me, those moments have been like this summer when Anthony was just flat out phenomenal for our team and was the leading scorer and they had to do a boxing one and his jump shot is coming along and started liking curls and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Those are things you, I would want my dad to see. Yep. Or me coaching JV and some of the kids that we've coached since they were in elementary school being a big part of it. And even some of the kids on varsity that we've coached and they're playing extremely well, wish that he could see that. Mm -hmm. And it's those things throughout the years is why people say you miss your parents so much. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, for other people, you know, friends and stuff like that, they're not a daily part of your life. Mm -hmm. But with your parents, it's different. It's very different. I was saying goodbye to some folks. Um, I am transitioning in my career right now, and I'm moving from one property to another and receiving a promotion, and and it's a lot. But I was saying goodbye to some folks at the place that I'm leaving, and one of the ladies has just always been super supportive of me, and she came within six feet of me, properly socially distanced, (laughs) and uh, with just tears in both of her eyes and said she's been looking for me since I've been back since dad passed away. She's lost both of her parents. And um, she said it's been 10 years and she still gets tears in her eyes when she has conversations like that about 
you know, losing her mom and dad. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be forever, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. And that's just how it is. So if anybody out there is still listening. (laughs) (laughs) This joyous conversation we're having. Welcome to season one, episode 10, right? 10? Is it 10 or 11? Or 11. 10 or 11 of the Strongly Worded Podcast. I am Sue O'Lear. And I am Johnny Hampton. And we are coming at you from our Breakfast Nook studio here in cloudy Palm Coast, Florida on a Saturday uh, Johnny and I both look whooped because we had a big basketball week. Yes, we did. Three games. Three games. Varsity, 3-0. and Yeah. JV, 2-1. Yeah, that's but right. that's good enough. We'll take it. Yes, we'll take it. They're we'll learning. It. Before we launch into today's topic, which we have already teased in our pre-show depressing conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Our, pre- our pre-show therapy session. I know. Um, Johnny and I, it was important to Johnny and I to take a moment uh, to talk to you about this thing. Last last episode, two weeks ago, we took a week off. Um, we recorded a new commercial spot for a fundraiser we are supporting for the Flagler Palm Coast High School boys basketball team. And y'all responded. Yes. I immediately got a check from one of our listeners who's a co-worker. Uh, shout out to Christian. Yay, um, Christian, go dogs. <laughs> he uh, came in with a check the very next day. And I didn't, at first, I didn't realize how he even knew about the fundraiser. And I said, oh, you listened to the podcast. So, yes, we're very thankful for the support during this time, during the pandemic. You know, our uh, fundraising options have been limited. Mm-hmm. So, for us to be able to do this and get such a huge response has been very big. Yeah, we appreciate each and every one of you all of the time, but definitely during this season. And it's been tough across the board. I mean, the businesses don't have the money because they've taken a hit and right. families don't have. And and so the fact that any of you reached into your pocket to share with us is super meaningful, and we really appreciate it. And uh, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we'll play the commercial again today. <laughs> Check our show notes. <laughs> We're running that thing again. <laughs> yeah, baby. Um, yeah, so today we decided to talk about Christmas and Christmas traditions and uh, what we love about this time of year and what maybe we don't love about this time of year. You know, there's no, I actually love Christmas. There's nothing. There's nothing about Christmas that you don't like. Nah, I love Christmas. Love it. Tell me what you love about Christmas. I just love uh, the spirit of giving. I love to give gifts. Um, I love that, and, you know, and I just have warm memories of Christmas time and, you know, being from New York city, Christmas time is great in New York city. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you work in the city and, you know, from the Rockefeller tree to just, did you, you see a lot of that stuff on your track to and from work? Yeah. yeah. I used to, I used to work um, before I moved down here in Rockefeller center. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. I worked, I worked in the time life building right oh, across wow. from Radio City Music Hall. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So you're just daily view where things that people flock to to see on vacation. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So I've never made a specific trip to see the tree, but I passed it while I was going to lunch. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love Christmas time. I love the decorations. I love the music. I love decorating my real Christmas tree. Mine's real. <laughs> it's just really plastic. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, I mean, I love all that stuff. What was this? What was the thing going around on Facebook about the tree this year? Um, it didn't look so great when they put it in. It looked. You know, usually when they get the Rockefeller Christmas tree, it's like pristine mm-hmm. and full all the way around. This one looked like a normal tree that you would get. You know, sometimes you gotta hide the bald spots in your in your tree. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta turn it around <laughs> to the back, and that's what. And the, that's all they had to do was just yeah, get it decorated. The, and yes, because some of those pictures were. Once they put the lights on those things, you, there's no yeah. way. Yeah. Okay. Like every tree I get every year is so funny. We go to the Christmas tree place. This year we had to go to Home Depot, but we go and we get a tree. And we spend time, oh, looking at it, blah, blah, blah. Oh, look, it's bald here. And we, you know, you spend 10, 15 minutes, you get a tree. And once you decorate it, they all look the same. They do. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one thing I love about Christmas right now, as I've gotten older and it's been uh, a thing, I-, I love Hallmark Christmas movies. I oh, love yeah. having them on in the background all the time because you always know they're going to have a happy ending. Yeah. You know, I used to watch all the old school stuff, mm-hmm. and I, I haven't been able to do that this year. You know, I've cut the cord, so I haven't mm-hmm. been apprised of. But I used to watch just just yesterday, yesterday day before in my memories it came up that I was watching Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer with my son. So I used mm-hmm. to watch that. Um, Charlie Brown Christmas. Yep, we love that one. Uh, the Grinch, um, all the all all those Christmas. But they used to have one that I really really liked way back in the day. That probably I don't even know, but it was the um, Yogi Bear Christmas. Oh my gosh! Where he wakes up from the uh... <laughs> hey there, boo boo. Yeah, he wakes up when he's not supposed to. What do they call that when the... hibernation? Sorry, mm-hmm. I couldn't find a word. <laughs> well, he wakes up from hibernation early to experience Christmas. So that's one of the ones I used to like. So you know, those are all the things that you know. I I don't so I don't watch a lot of Christmas movies. Although there is one on Netflix called Jingle Jangle. Mm-hmm. is really good. I haven't seen that one yet. It's, it's good. I I, it's really I love how all these different places are, are getting into the Christmas movie game. Oh, everybody. I mean, everybody loves it. And listen, I, I made a joke a while ago, but Hallmark has, has decided to be more inclusive. There are some black people on the Hallmark <laughs> channel right now and some gay people. <laughs> I didn't know that they didn't have those before. Not really. Like, but Maybe the- in a supporting role. <laughs> <laughs> But people love their Christmas movies. Like, I got mm-hmm. a cousin who every year, I fo- like, she's one of my favorite Twitter followers. I call her Neo because she's the one. It's like, she's passed the mm-hmm. bar on her first. I, I love her to death. And she runs, a, like, a little feed of all the Christmas rom-com movies. And nice. She, and she, like, reviews them. And I use her feed to watch those movies. Yeah. I should check that out. Yeah. I do. I love a Christmas movie. Yeah. So, you know, I, um... There's one movie I watch every Christmas Eve with my kids. And before we get chocolate chip cookies and gingerbread and hot chocolate. And we watch it right before they go to bed. And that is the Polar Express. You're so much. Yeah, I'm corny. But I mean, you're so much more. What's the word I'm thinking of? Like, what's the word I'm thinking of? I don't know. Okay, so you get gingerbread and hot chocolate and watch the Polar Express. My wife? Joe and I pour a rum and Coke and sit with the kids and watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Hey, listen. (laughs) I love that. That is... Wholesome. That's the word I was thinking of. You're a lot more wholesome than I am. I love that movie. It's one of the fun... It is. (laughs) I mean... And and Joe and I recite it and the kids get annoyed. My parents were like that, though. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was a kid, we decorate the tree. Nat King Cole. Mm -hmm. Oh, 
Yes, my and mom loves Nat King Cole. You listened to two albums. It was the Nat King Cole Christmas album, and it was the, the Jackson 5 Christmas album. And we would decorate our tree. We wouldn't watch Christmas movies. That's something I, I started with my kids. Mm -hmm. I took Tiara to see Polar Express in the movie theater, and then we started watching it every Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. But I also have two books that my mom bought on the street in New York City. Um, three, and they're pop-up books. Oh, and yeah. And one is Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh-huh. And one is was The Night Before Christmas. And I read those to the kids every year. I still have them. Mm -hmm. So they're like 40 years old. Oh, my gosh. And they're, you know, they're still in pretty good shape. I've uh -huh. kept them all these years. And um, I read them to my kids the night before Christmas, of course, you know. And my son is 13 now. So I don't know if he's going to He'll be... let you do it. We'll see. I, I, have, I, I have to keep you posted. So we'll, we'll see. Does Santa come to your house? He has been, but... So listen. This is the charade right now. My son does not believe in Santa anymore. There is absolutely zero chance of this. Yet he is keep he keeps trying. Oh, I'm going to do my, my, my list for Santa. It's over, man. We know you, we know you don't believe anymore. Mm-hmm. But yes, Santa used to come to our house. But is Santa going to come this time? Are you going to play along or nah? I don't put the gifts, on, regardless if Santa is coming or not. Mm -hmm. they are, I don't put any gifts that I have purchased mm -hmm. until people go to bed. Okay. I'm, I like the, the wonder and the mystery, mm -hmm. even if I'm buying it. I absolutely love that. My kids always want me to put stuff out too, and, and I, like to, I like to wrap. I like to, when we get back from whatever we do on Christmas Eve, that's I'm when a, I like to work on getting I stuff am out. I an awful rapper. You know it's from me. <laughs> because <laughs> That doesn't matter, though. It doesn't already, have to be perfect. It's already falling apart <laughs> when you get it. So, yeah. But, yeah, I'm awful. Um, I used to have Tiara do it for me because <laughs> it was like, I'm not wrapping all these gifts. And I don't want, I, I mean, gift bags are fun and fine and awesome, but I want to see my kids tear into some paper and make a big old mess. Yes. That, yeah. you know, that is, uh, that's, that, that is part of the fun santa does come to our house still and i'm in the same boat you are but we just say well as soon as you stop believing santa stops coming that's what i say i i have three brothers the oldest is 62 in december mm -hmm. he still believes my daughter my daughter tiara my eldest child she has for years tried to get me to admit that santa is not real i refuse <laughs> she's 23 yeah <laughs> i refuse to do it i listen there's a reason I believe, and, you know, everyone says, oh, it's your parents. Well, then my parents were pretty damn good mm -hmm. because I never saw not a gift. Uh -uh. I can't imagine how I got some of the things I received throughout the years. Like, I got the Cabbage Patch Kid when people were getting punched at Toys R Us. I don't yep. know how that happened. I still don't know how that. It had to be Santa. Santa. Yep, it had to be Santa. I, what's your favorite Christmas song? The, the, this is a no-brainer. The Christmas Song by Nat King Cole. That is a great song and great version of it's, that song. I wish that we were able to talk about these songs and then play them. Oh, yeah. It's the only version of the Christmas song that I accept. Can I put a pin in it? I just got a text from my son. He just got accepted into college. Where? It's death. <laughs> hey! That's awesome. My dad would be so happy. He'd be the first person I had text. That, that's so awesome. He found out early, too. 
Look Man. at that. Well, let's text him back. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. You yeah. guys are the first to hear it in four countries. It's five countries now. Breaking news in five countries as Joseph O'Lear has been accepted to Stetson University. Wow. Look at that. It was that letter of recommendation. It was I was just you made the you made the statement before I did. It was that amazing letter of recommendation written by his his, his coach. How about that? Wow. The Flagler Palm Coast High School boys basketball team is currently fundraising for the 2020-2021 season. Due to the pandemic, donations are down and traditional fundraising efforts are limited. The team is looking for contributors who would like to adopt a bulldog this season. With a $170 donation, you provide a tracksuit, team shirt, gym bag, and contribution toward new home jerseys for one member of the FPC Boys JV or Varsity team. Those interested in adopting a Bulldog or making a donation in any amount can reach out to us at the Strongly Worded Podcast or contact Flagler Palm Coast High School directly. FPC contact information will be listed in our show notes and checks can be made out to FPC with Boys Basketball Donation listed on the memo line. Flagler Palm Coast Boys Basketball appreciates you. Okay, so the Christmas song. Yes, it is my favorite version. It's the only version I listen to. Um, and I only, I have to listen for it, to it the first time. Like if it comes on the radio, I will turn, turn the channel. I only listen to it. The first time I listen to it is when we put the first lights and decorations on my Christmas tree. You have a lot of very specific traditions. Because my dad used to do that. Yeah. My dad and mom used to do that. Yeah. When we decorated the Christmas tree, that's the first song they would put on. Yeah. When, so I've kept that. When we get up in the morning, the first Joe immediately puts Andy Williams on. That's oh, Christmas to him as Andy Williams. I love Andy Williams. Mm-hmm. It's the most oh, wonderful time. That's what, what he blares at while we're... Love it. Getting our coffee on and everything. Love and the kids it. are sitting there waiting. My favorite Christmas song, well, I'm a big Blue Christmas fan, Elvis singing Blue Christmas, but my absolute favorite Christmas song, and I will listen to just about any version of it, mm-hmm. is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Oh, man. But my favorite version of it is an instrumental by Wyndham Hill. Really? Yeah. Um, Luther Vandross has a good version. Mm, I love that voice. <laughs> he has oh, a good, my gosh. He has a good version of that yeah. song. But that is, I like the ones that are a little melancholy. I yeah. love a melancholy Christmas song because it can be, a, even at your best, it can be kind of a melancholy time. Yes. My favorite thing is to listen to a melancholy Christmas song and have a drink. Yep. It's the greatest. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 um, I, le- I lean towards those two, like, you know, have yourself a merry little Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas. Oh, another good one. Uh-huh. Man, I love Christmas music. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually listen to it like right after Thanksgiving. I haven't been up on it this year. I've been busy too. So like sometimes I can't listen to Christmas music at work. It, it decreases productivity. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But um yeah, I love those, you know, my favorite like Nat King Cole's my favorite Christmas album. Um, Jackson Five. Mm-hmm. And let's see what else. Um I really like a, a Dean Martin Christmas album that I have. He's, all, he's also And good. I I know that it is uh, controversial in the last few years, but I love his version of Baby It's Cold Outside. 
Uh, so listen. So listen. <laughs> You're going to handle this for me. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not gonna. I mean, I really don't think that it's uh, creepy. It's not creepy. I really don't. It's think a it dude is. trying to get his girl to stay with him. Right, and not, not in a drunk. time like to not really give a crap what the neighbors think yeah. or what society is telling her to do, and just do what she wants. Because I think she wants to stay. Yes, he's not trying to drug her drink. Or no, that, that, that's not the goal of the of the song. Yeah. So John Legend remade it and changed some of the words. Yeah. So, so and I haven't listened to it yet. I don't know. I just what? found out. But uh, I I really love Dean Martin singing that song. Yeah, we can, I'm we a big can, Dean Martin fan. Let's not overdo it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, That's I right. like. Let's take the original verse. So I also like, you know, baby, please come home. Like, oh yeah. Darlene love. That's mm-hmm. good. Um, Santa baby. Yeah, that is a bunch. There's a bunch of Christmas songs, mm-hmm. and I, and I have to like. There's certain versions that you just have to listen to. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you just have to. Now, what is one Christmas song or holiday song that you would like that no one would think you would like? I really don't know. Now, there's one that I absolutely love. And only me and my coworker friend seem to like. I think it's Dan Fogelberg, like Same Old Lang Syne. You heard that song? And he's singing a song. uh, He's talking about Christmas Eve, and he met his old girlfriend in a supermarket. It's, oh, man. Wow. like you would not think a black man from South Georgia Queens would like this song. Like it <laughs> that would be more of a middle-aged white lady <laughs> yeah, from yeah. the Midwest. Yes, and you probably never even heard it. Okay, <laughs> but I love this song, and I have to hear it at the holiday. So, y'all, I will definitely uh, do a very thorough show notes and link to a lot of the stuff we're talking about. I wish we could play it, but I can't afford to find the right <laughs> stuff. Any of it. Yeah, we're not big enough for that yet. No. So I, we are not. Um, particularly religious church going right now um there have been periods of our life where we were and what became my favorite song to hear in church was at when we would go to the late service and the last thing they would play before we all left was silent night Mm. and that so silent night has become one of my favorite christmas songs too let's see religious songs what child is this you ever hear um Mm. mary j blige oh yeah a good version of that yes um, also, CeeLo Green made a version of Mary Did You Know. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are my, you know. What's that Dave Matthews Band song that he wrote? I don't know. About, I, can't, I think it might be called like the Christmas song or something like that. Is it good? Yeah, it's, but it is, to, it's, it's really good. All right, you talk about something. And we can't forget the queen of Christmas right now, who's Mariah Carey, who wrote, <laughs> I, for the longest time. I will. For the, for that the, song will be in my head now all day. For the longest time, I didn't realize that she had written that song. Really? I thought it was like an old school song that she just made famous. I did not know she wrote this song. It is called The Christmas Song, ladies and gentlemen, by the Dave Matthews Band. She's never going to have to work again just off that just song. Just off that song, I know. That's one of those songs that gets stuck in my head, as well as, I can't even believe I'm going to say it, I'm sorry for the earworm listeners, Feliz Navidad. Oh, man. Feliz Navidad. I know I can't know all day long. <laughs> Joe's going to be like, why did you talk about that song? <laughs> I have a friend at work, Travis, he sits down and eats lunch across from me, and he would play music on his phone while I ate, and he played that song one day. And I could, all day long, every time we walked by each other, I'd be humming it to myself. And he thought that was funny. I'm going away. A Merry Christmas. Yes. See, now I'm going to listen to my Christmas music when I leave. Yeah. 
<laughs> Maybe I'll put something on the tree. So now Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Now I told you we, we, we eat our cookies and we watch Polar Express. Mm-hmm. I always take the day off. I try to have breakfast or lunch with my kids, but as they got older, that, you know, mm-hmm. was a no goal. So sometimes I just go have it by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what do you have any Christmas Eve tradition? We do. That's typically when my family, like with my mom and dad, when we would celebrate Christmas. Oh, okay. So my brothers are quite a bit older than I am. So they kind of left the nest mm-hmm. before. I. So a lot of my memories are all of us doing our Christmas together on Christmas Eve. And then on Christmas Day, they'd go off and do whatever family. and then i you know i was still young enough for a long time my brother one brother and i to still be home for our santa presents in the morning mm-hmm. but we um uh would get together at my mom and dad's house for some cocktails and hors d'oeuvres nice uh and it would be dressy oh wow and we uh for many many years in flint would go to dinner go out to dinner oh. there is a was a beautiful little italian restaurant called danny's that uh was just a like a mainstay in Flint and the owner, Mr. Paris, um, did a beautiful Christmas dinner and, but everything, all the reservations were early. Like we had dinner at three or four o'clock so that the staff could go home. Mm. And, um, you know, that the same waitresses and waiters worked there forever. Like, you know, but it was a little candlelit place. Those are the great spots. And for years and years and years, that's what we, we went to dinner there. And when Danny, Danny's eventually closed. It turned into Christmas Eve dinner at my parents' house. And then as we moved down here, it still is. And this year we are, we're going to have, we're going to change it a little because I think we're all off on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So we're going to, it's going to be a Christmas Eve. I mean, I think we're all off on Christmas Eve. So we're going to do it earlier during the day, maybe casual it up a little bit, do more of a potluck. And instead of everybody, my dad got real stressed about thinking about us spending money buying presents. Mm. Um. So I think we're going to do like a dirty Santa or something this year and just laugh and cry and, you know. Your mom's coming down here. We're going to do it at my mom's house. Oh, she said she, she was this okay one, with Yep, that. this okay. one we're doing at her house. Okay. Yep. All yeah. Right. All right, she good. pulled a Geo. She said she wasn't doing any decorating, right? Remember how Geo said, I'm not going to, I don't want to play a game. I just want to practice. <laughs> I went up to her house on Thursday and. It was all decorated. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Not to the extent as usual. And she didn't put up a tree, but she put out a lot of her her things here and there. She said she didn't want to put, she didn't know if she should put the Christmas lights out because she didn't want her neighbors to think she was celebrating too mightily. Yeah, no, I I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you know, so we, that's our Christmas Eve tradition Mm -hmm. and then the kids decorate their gingerbread cookies. Abby gets all the, you are a Hallmark movie. I'm, t- I'm like, yeah, send these me. little shits to bed so that I can finish wrapping the damn gifts and get some sleep. And you're like, we eat, we decorate gingerbread houses and watch the Polar Express. Then watch, we'll have a little inkling of snow even here in Florida. Because we have, we have hot chocolate we with marshmallows. In, in, we live in Mayberry. We, we have hot chocolate with marshmallows too. Jeez Louise, I am a horrible parent compared to this man. <laughs> So Christmas Day, mm-hmm. now the day arrives, what do you do Christmas Day? We have always told our children to not bother us before 7 a.m. <laughs> and when they were little, we would set an alarm. Maybe it was 6 then when they were yeah. younger. And I used to get up. It used to be like dark when yeah. I rolled, when I, I know. my Well, they up. do too. But we have learned recently in the last year or so that they have always gotten up when it's dark. And they might come out and peek, but then Carolyn would go into Joseph's room or Joseph would go into Carolyn's room and they'd hang out until the alarm went off together. 
just waiting for Christmas. Yeah. Like once one of them had a TV in their room, they'd turn something on or, I mean, they'd, and I think even, honest to goodness, I think even last year, Carolyn woke up first and went in Joseph's room and they hung out until it was time to get up. And I just loved knowing that like they had their own little secret Christmas morning tradition. tradition. Mm -hmm. I absolutely loved it. Now, my kids... Like, Tiara used to say, oh, I would get up in the middle of the night, blah, blah, blah. Maybe she did. Them dudes do not get up when it's dark. They will sleep. <laughs> you got to wake them up? No, but they wouldn't get up as early as as I used to. I used to get up. I would be so excited. Okay, because Christmas, like, you know, my son now gets, you know, oh, you need new shoes? Here are the new LeBrons. That was not, you know. My mama, she'll say, oh, we weren't, we weren't that. But no, I'm not saying we were dirt poor. I'm just saying I wasn't getting expensive shoes in the middle of the year. Mm-hmm. You get some shoes when school starts. Mm-hmm. You grow out of those, you get some more. But you're not getting the most latest thing until Christmas time. Right. That's why I used to get excited. My kids, a little spoiled. They get stuff throughout the year mm-hmm. when they need it. Well, they can always tell when we've had a good year or a tough year because there have been years that – there were some IOUs under the tree. Yeah. And, you know, there were years that were definitely more plentiful. Yeah. Um, I, um, yeah, you know, Christmas, uh, I, I've used some credit cards in the past, you know. You try to make it as, as, as good as you can. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we've been, we've been kind of blessed that we've had mostly good years, you know, like, Throughout our marriage, we've we've had mostly good Christmases. Yeah, Joe and I will occasionally high five each other at the end of the day and be like, "Whew, we made we it! We made it! We pulled <laughs> off another one." You know, I know I have a, a friend, uh, and they used to have a, a credit card specifically for Christmas, and they would go out and do all of their Christmas shopping on one credit card and spend the year paying it off. I I kind of did that at times, yeah, because you know you just you just want to make sure you you know you got it, but mm-hmm. you know, thankfully now. You know, my kids are older and get into the age where, you know, it's not hard for Santa to bring this stuff in. Mm-hmm. You're not up assembling anything all night long. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, it's getting a little easier. Yeah, this is the first year I've told my mom last week, it's the first year neither one of my kids have any type of a toy on their Christmas list. It's all pretty much clothes and shoes. Hmm. You know, Anthony's still like, he's a gamer. Right. Neither so, one of my kids really are. No, so. Thank you. should, every, if you, when you pray. I you got should, lucky there. When you pray, thank God for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got lucky with that one. We so, used to have a Wii, though. Side note. Oh, I love Wii. Side note. The, that was the first video, the first gaming system we ever got, right? And on Friday, because we were broke for a long time. We were a one-income family, which mm. is very hard. But, yeah. um, so our Friday night entertainment for a long time would be for many ugh, would be for us to get maybe like a, some dollar menu from McDonald's <laughs> and Joe would get one of those $8 bottles of uh, Admiral Nelson, which is the knockoff Captain Morgan's <laughs> Admiral, Admiral Nelson. Yeah. And probably the Walmart brand cola. I mean, I, I don't want my mom to listen to this and think we couldn't feed our kids, but we were very, we just had to budget everything to the penny. Hey man. And that would our Friday night would be playing that shooting that carnival shooting game with the kids on the Wii, <laughs> we used or to do, the bowling. Yes, the I, bowling. We used to do Wii bowling. Yeah, love it. And they would eventually go to bed, 
And then Joe and I would look at each other and be like, you want one more game? <laughs> <laughs> and that was a hot Friday night at the O'Lear house, the four of us, whooping it up. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was my side note. Yeah. yeah. But that was pretty much the extent of our, they have a gaming system, but. They don't use it. I mean, off and on. Yeah, so Anthony, I got to see what Tiara wants. She doesn't, Tiara never. But uh, Anthony has stuff on his list. No toys. I think it's gaming stuff, a gaming chair, a monitor, mm-hmm. which dad does not sponsor. No, I know. I was kind of like that too, right? Mm-hmm. And he wants new sneakers, of course. Mm-hmm. Everybody in this house needs new sneakers, all five of us. Sneakers. Uh-huh. But and that's a lot of money right there. The thing about it is, when I was 13, I don't know how big my shoe was when I was 13. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My son wears an 11 and a half. That's some big feet. Is he going to get really tall? You have some tall people on your side of the family? Um, yes. Um, so, like, my mom's brother is over six feet. Mm-hmm. My Uncle Barry, he's over six feet, I believe. Um, and Eb's dad was over six feet. Mm-hmm. She's got a cousin that played in the NBA that's... Six five, six six. Come on, Anthony. When we, you know, he had some knee problems this year, and that's I took him. Growing. And I took him to the orthopedic, and that's what they told me. And they said his growth plate is wide open, and he's going to be way taller than me. And you know, the smile on his face. I know. <laughs> Probably the opposite of last year when Joseph had that ankle sprain, and they X-rayed him and said his were closed. Oh, that says that he. So he knew that was it. Yeah, because since he was little, his doctor, like our pediatrician in Michigan and everything, said he's going to be well over six feet tall from some calculation they do when they're little mm-hmm. and, and the rate that they grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I we've got a lot of tall people. Joe's dad is like 6'4", and my yeah. dad was 6'2", before, oh, wow. he was, before he went the, started shrinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, you know, you don't, I don't know if you have any rhyme or reason to how you would give your gifts on Christmas Day. Like, we have some of those people that are like, you know, something he needs, something to read, something they want, something to wear. Nah, I don't do any of that. Um, what I like to do is, you know, they, if, they, if they have something on their list, hopefully Santa brings it. But I also like to give people surprise gifts. That's neat, yeah. And what I do, you know, I just listen to people talk. Mm-hmm. during the year um i don't necessarily you know make a big deal out of it like you know if 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 eb would say hey i wish i had an x y and z file that one away exactly i would file mm-hmm. it away and then i would get that mm-hmm. um i love surprise gifts like mm-hmm. I, I i don't even like if you surprise me with a gift that you know i might like and i didn't ask for it I probably love that more than the stuff that I asked for. Mm-hmm. That's just how I am. Mm-hmm. That you took the it, time. Yeah, it yeah. shows some thought. Yeah, you took the time to do that. And sometimes I can nail it with someone, like just for the same reason. Like you hear something and you file it away for later. That's how you had to be with my mom and dad because they don't need anything. Oh. And if they want something, typically, yes, you know, they'll I listen get it. intently to my mom mm-hmm. because she's she's very particular. You know, get it the right things. And Ab is the same way in some in some respect. Now my dad. He was just like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever you can afford to get me, yep. just get me. Yep. My so, dad just wanted us all to be together. Mm-hmm. And he wanted us all to get along, which I do my best. <laughs> <laughs> so for the Hampton house, Christmas morning, we get up, get our gifts. 
Then ultimately, right after, my mom and dad would call. <laughs> mm -hmm. They would come over, bring the kids gifts, and then my wife makes every year a breakfast frittata. Yeah, it's like an egg with potato mm -hmm. and this big old pan. And my dad loved it, and she makes all this bacon. One year we did waffles with it because I got a waffle maker. Mm -hmm. And we eat that for breakfast. It's a big old breakfast. You have a waffle maker, and you didn't make any stuffing waffles? You laughed at my stuffing waffles. <laughs> no, I did not use my waffle maker <laughs> for stuffing waffles. Yeah, I haven't used it in a while. Um, but, yeah, I got that one Christmas. I think, I think my sister-in-law got it for me. And... Um, so we have a big breakfast, and then usually me and Eb take naps. Yes, me too. Inevitably, Joe's on the couch. I'm on the bed. Mm -hmm. And then we go. We would go to dinner at my parents' house. Oh, nice. And my mom would make, like, uh, rib roast. Mm -hmm. um, but this year, I think, uh, I'm going to talk to her. She was saying, Joe, I might cook. I was like, we're going to get, the restaurant I work for sells uh, bundles. Mm -hmm. And they did Thanksgiving, they're doing Christmas bundles. And one of them is a prime rib bundle. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go get that with the sides that they offer. And they give you the prime rib and you heat it up. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to have my mom make her macaroni and cheese and her coconut cake and bring that to yeah. the house. Yeah. When, when we no longer went to that restaurant for dinner in Flint, there was a, a store called Colony Market in a nearby town that sold this world-famous Christmas prime rib roast with a horseradish crust. Mm -hmm. And it was the most unbelievable piece of meat you would <laughs> eat the whole year. And that became our Christmas dinner after that. And since leaving Michigan, we have all tried to recreate it in different ways, yeah. shapes, and forms. And I told mom on Thursday, I said, next year, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to order one from there. I'm going to have them ship it to me in dry ice. Yeah, I bet you they yeah. could. Oh, they will. I I, don't, I can't afford it this year. <laughs> but because um, even when you live there, I mean, it's a it's, it's a pricey it. piece of meat. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do that. I, it was my promise that is gonna be Christmas Eve dinner next year, and everybody's everybody's got to come. I mean, my everybody that had had that rib roast in my mother's dining room in Flint, Michigan, has got to come and and share it with us. That would be nice. Yeah, I wish I could have gotten it together to do it this year, but yeah. So on on Christmas morning, yeah, they get us up. And we do the gifts, and um, I like to drink a mimosa on Christmas morning. Oh. Mm -hmm. And then it gets to being too sweet, so then I just drink champagne with a splash of orange <laughs> juice in it. <laughs> <laughs> and one year, and that is something that um, I take from, my mom and I used to like to share a mimosa together. And one, and my dad didn't, my, my family, is, you know, are just like your average American social drinkers. Like nobody's. Right you know, getting shammered all the time. But, um, but my dad didn't mind having drinks with my mom, but he got real uncomfortable with, with us kids as we got old enough to have drinks. Really? Yeah. He didn't, he didn't always love that more than like a beer or a glass of wine. And he got uncomfortable. So one, one year, I don't remember why it was such a particularly celebratory year, but my mom and I were ready to pop open a second bottle of champagne and we didn't want my dad to get irritated, so we tiptoed out into the garage <laughs> and, and popped it in the garage so he wouldn't hear it. <laughs> I remember. I just remember us kind of giggling and laughing together, going out and doing that. See, yeah, that's nice. Those, those are good memories. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. are good memories. Um, so, uh, 
to kind of go along with thanking our listeners for their spirit of giving in terms of our fundraiser, um, a little story. Let me see. And, and when Johnny and I first started talking about doing a podcast together, or after I showed him a picture of the microphones and he wanted to borrow them to do one by himself. And I was like, no, dummy, <laughs> do one with me. <laughs> That's exactly how it went. <laughs> um, the, the second phone call or the second message I sent when we decided we were doing this was to a friend of mine in Wilson, North Carolina. His name is Maddie Russo. He's in a band called Maddie Beggs. And uh, I, I just knew kind of the style of his music. And we were, you know, our families were, were friends when we lived there. And I wanted his help with the theme song. And then he turned around and spoke to Max Lamont. Marshall Hamilton is the son of another friend of mine there who engineered it. And he's the one that sings strongly worded with Johnny and Sue. <laughs> Uh, and they put together this theme song for us. Which is awesome. We and love it. Before we even recorded the podcast, we would listen to it incessantly. I mean, I still do listen to it. Do you know? Do you want to know what? what? I'm not telling you. It's a gift. I, no, I can't tell you. I, it's a, never mind. See, I, this is, I'm a horrible gift giver because I come up with something and then I want to tell you. Did you buy me a gift? I didn't buy it. You made me a gift? I made you a little gift. Oh, Lord. I'm to put you, I, I got to buy you a gift. No, then. you don't have to buy me a gift. Trust me, when you see this gift, okay. when you receive this gift, it's, it's. I don't, I like to give people gifts that give me gifts, though. You are a gift, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Ebony? I am a gift. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, Maddie has a beautiful wife and three gorgeous daughters. And Joe and I have, you know, spent time with them off and on during the years we were in Wilson. And they're just lovely. Every last one of them. And uh, Maddie's oldest daughter, Cicely, is also a musician. And she uh, has made several, of, she's released a few songs. Um, but there is one in particular that we do have permission to play for you. Yes. We do have permission to play for you. Sleeping peaceful on the couch Cause your body's feeling sore You dedicate your life and time To those who need it more when it comes to buying things, you say you don't mind living poor. With that smile and a heart to go, you make me want to do something for you. Want to do something for you.
to me, it was important to, to for this episode because it's about the spirit of giving. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what Christmas is about. Um, you know, obviously, if you're super religious, it's about the birth of Christ. And But if you are not, and a lot of people aren't, um, I look at holidays like Christmas the same way I look at Thanksgiving. Like, I'm not celebrating the Native the American. Of yeah, of right. The I'm not, Native American I'm people. not doing that. What I am doing is celebrating being together with family and friends. And being thankful for my for everything. very many blessings. Yes. And Christmas is kind of like the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's the spirit of giving, uh, obviously based on that story in the Bible. Mm-hmm. But it's the spirit of giving and just being with family and loving one another. And that's what I choose to celebrate Christmas for. I, many years ago when I was still doing blogging and, and conferences and things like that, um, our keynote speech, our keynote speech opening one of these conferences was uh, a spark, which basically meant that we had several speakers that each had, I think, three minutes to do a presentation to a slideshow. It was this, just this this way of doing a keynote speech that was popular for a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get into the details of my spark, but uh, it, the lesson in the speech that I delivered was that when I feel really crappy, the best way to not feel crappy mm-hmm. is to do something nice for someone else. True. And I have made no secret of it that I've been struggling the last couple of weeks. And uh, my mom has too. And we've sort of experienced, everybody's experiencing the loss of my dad together and my family and his many, many friends. And he was just a really special man. But mom and I in particular have uh, been ironclad by each other's side during his many illnesses and trips to doctors and hospitals and and ups and downs and, and everything in the last few years. And it was no different when he made the last trip to the hospital where he eventually did not come home. Uh, that whole four, three or four or five days, we were, we didn't leave each other's side. And this hospice where he passed away was the most amazing place. And it was 100% full of people I am absolutely certain are angels. <laughs> and my mom and I have just really been low and trying to be there for everybody else, which I know you understand, mm-hmm. trying to support other people when she and I have really needed, just been sad. So all of that, again, please don't hit and don't hit stop. On the, <laughs> I'm coming around to something happy. So uh, several members of my family um, pulled together. We all donated some money to create a gift basket for all of the staff at the hospice. Originally, it was just going to be gifts for other patients. And some of the ways that these nurses uh, took care of my dad were even just in how they gave him a bath and fresh pajamas and a beautiful afghan on his bed. So, you know, but once we started with that, the, the idea evolved into this big basket of gifts where the whole staff could have like their own secret Santa and pick one or two things for themselves and then trade with each other. And then some things that we could also leave for patients that come after my dad and mom and I were finally went out and shot for it last weekend. And it was a tough day, but it was like you said, for a few minutes, Mm -hmm. that spirit of giving was really a part of it. And I left some of the work to my mom that I probably should have taken on myself and getting the basket ready. 
But I just couldn't. I couldn't think about peeling off all those price tags and doing and making it all look pretty because it didn't feel pretty. But she did it, and I had to write the cards. And I also found um, these beautiful spun glass angel ornaments. And I got one for each one of the five nurses that looked after my dad in particular. And we dropped that off on Thursday. And I tell you what, it was awesome. Reaction? Well, what do you think I did? No. (laughs) I mean, we know you cried. (laughs) But for them... Yeah, it was it was very uh, it was a a welcome surprise. The nurse that we brought it to when we dropped it off is not one that we knew, but we caught caught sight of one that took very special care of my dad going into a room. And while we were standing there talking, you know, I mentioned it. Marianne's, you know, the separate, you know, she's one that we really want. Yeah, that you know is meaningful to us. And as we were walking out, she came and met us in the hallway. And stood and talked to us for a little while. And so we did get to to thank her face to face. There's another one, Liz, I told you about with the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that I gave her that Spartan shirt. But it was neat that we that we got to, to see one for a few minutes so that she could, you know, we could see. And she was grateful. And it was, yeah. it made me feel better for a minute. Giving is very important. Like, when my dad passed away, for me, um... Being with the kids and coaching them, giving my time and have them responding to it was tremendous for me. Mm-hmm. Like I always say, they'll never understand what they have given me the last ten months. They don't. They don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're right. Like, it, when you give someone something, it makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I just give my time mm-hmm. and advice or whatever you want to call it. And to me, it helps. You know, people say, oh, you don't, you don't get sad when you go to Carver? No, I feel great when mm-hmm. I go there. Because I'm doing something that my dad would want me to do. And it takes your mind off. It takes your mind off some things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the spirit of giving is what Christmas is about to me. And it's always great when you give something to somebody. Um, and it gives them a smile on their face to let you know that you appreciate them. Like, I'm no nurse at a hospice. I'm just a basketball coach. But I have um, a family every year that gives me a gift every year at the end of the season. All I do is coach their kid. I don't – Yeah, I'm not not doing anything special. Yeah, you are. I'm not – and they give me – and, like, um, my new assistant – or code head coach, you might as well call him because I listen to him a lot. <laughs> he um he got a gift last year too, and he, he was like Johnny. I was like, it's what they do. He's like, I wasn't expecting this, and I said to him, and I never expected, but we get it every year from this particular family, mm-hmm. and they make sure, and it's just, you know, so that's why I asked you for the reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, what was their reaction? Because just like them, that's just their job. Yeah, that's what they're doing every day. They don't expect you to come back afterwards and give them mm-hmm. an angel ornament mm-hmm. or a shirt or anything. They're mm-hmm. just doing what they expect they do to their do. Job. Yeah, yeah, just do their job. Yeah. So if any of you in the Florida area ever need the assistance of a hospice, the Bailey Center in St. Augustine is about the most amazing place I've ever experienced. And I'm very thankful. And I am thankful for you, Johnny, because if I didn't have a friend that had gone through this before me, I don't know what, you know, I, I don't know where I would be. I said something the other day, and I, and I, I don't, 
I was watching something and it kind of inspired it. And it's like, I think that we go through hard times in our lives to be able to help people with the hard time in theirs. Mm -hmm. It was something, something similar to that. You never know, like, when you have a hard time, like, why? It's like, man, my dad was only 62. He's so young. We mm -hmm. have more time. But, and I got that because Victor has already gone through it. Right. And he kind of prepared me for what was going to happen and was there for me. And then, in turn, I can talk to you about some things. Yep. So, but, yeah. you know, Christmas time is a joyous time. But as every holiday, you know. There's check, a melancholy right, to it. Yeah, check on your loved ones. Mm -hmm. um, especially during this time, especially people who deal with uh, depression and stuff like that. You know, my daughter mm -hmm. goes through that. I don't think she minds me saying that. She posts about it all the time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, during this time, you get sad mm -hmm. because you miss the people you love. But, you know, we got to try to make it as joyous as possible. Yeah. And we get through. We still, you know, we have, I posted something the other day that says, you know, what is, I can't remember. Like, you have to not learn. Like, Oh, you have it up. You read that. Yeah, is this what yeah. you're talking about? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh my god, I posted this the I other was, day. That's right. I was just gonna say you posted this, and I in turn sent it to Carolyn. And yeah, it's it says this: when we lose someone we love, we must learn not to live without them, but to live with the love they left behind. You, I think I might have sent that to her too. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, I we're think all I, looking out for each other. Yeah, I mean, so Christmas time is my favorite time of the year. And although I'm off to a slow start, I'm going to get there because I, I love Christmas. Um, I love the music, the decorations, the togetherness. Mm -hmm. And so I'm excited about it. Um, I'll get more excited as the, as the days come up. Yeah. I know I will. I'm actually going to pick up a gift today for my mom. She won't know what it is, but I got it already. <laughs> and she's going to love it. So uh, I just hope everybody who's listening, everybody in earshot, has uh, a, a wonderful, loving holiday season this year. We appreciate how you lift us up and support us at the Strongly Worded Podcast as well. I know this sounds cheesy, but I think this podcast has grown to mean a lot to Johnny and I in the last two months. Oh, yeah. We've only been doing it a couple months. And uh, if you wanted to give us a gift, you could pick an episode and share it with your friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We've got some plans through the end of the year, and we are going to end the year with what I think will be a super fun uh, recap of season one, a best of episode of our first season. Um, and uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to, to all of you. Um, if you are not connected with us on Facebook, please find the Strongly Worded Podcast group. Um, hopefully we'll be able to have some really fun conversation over the next few days about your Christmas traditions and your holiday favorites and, and you know, whatever holiday it is or is not that you celebrate throughout the season. There are a bunch of them um, that happen, That's you right. know, at this time of year. I would hope you'd share that with us and, or, or what you, you know, what you do. Um, and we would love to hear what everybody's favorite Christmas songs are, and I'm going to link everything we talked about in the show notes. You will not find a better one than that King have yourself a merry little Christmas, is Like, it's pretty hard to ruin that one. A lot James, of people think James Taylor. Yeah, I love James Taylor. All right, so that's find our show notes for all of that. We're we're gonna let Cicely Russo play us out today. Yes. Because that is a happy little song for 
uh, what can be a happy time of year. Yes, indeed. Hampton and Sue O'Lear. Music production and vocals by Marshall Max Lamont.